0: You're listening to the Know Nothing Podcast with Stat and Dojo. Dojo. Yes, hello. Oh, welcome. You're welcome again to another podcast here on the
1: Know Nothing Podcast. Yes. Yeah. I I just got home from Montreal. And oh. I got up at 2 a.m. today. Long <laughs> flight. Terrible seat. <laughs> Terrible, but, terrible seat. Was it, was it? a middle aisle for a big tall guy? It was. As I, no, it was actually just a normal seat, but on the uh, window. But for some reason, some of these seats are like a little busted. I think, Ooh. and they don't. They really hurt my tailbone.
0: Well, yeah. So it's like the cushion's gone. There's nothing there. It's just a metal frame with like a leather like sack over it. <laughs> I've been a leather kind of sack. You got to fly Delta again. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to be a huge commercial here about Delta, but I've flown from you know all over the country for business and for VidCon's and stuff like that. I've played Continental, I've done United, and American, I've done Delta, I've done Alaska Airlines, Spirit Airlines, I've done um, Sun Country Airlines, I've done them all, and by far, by without even a question of the doubt, Delta is the best airline I have ever flown. And they're always comfortable. The seats are always well maneuvered. They all have TV screens and the headrests in front of you with infinite amount of TV and movies. Um, it's just—it's just a great experience. So, is uh,
1: streaming bad for your health? <laughs> best segue, best tell segue. Me. That was is amazing. That a, tell me all about your airline experiences, and then we'll slowly like slide into the health section of streaming. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, that was the original purpose or the intent of the uh, the podcast was to talk about health your health and, and streaming and, and streaming in general on all the platforms, not nothing specific or anything like that on what platform, but, uh, wh- Just like,
1: what is the impact on the, in your, like on your health and yeah. then like, cause I mean, we spend a lot of time sitting down, sit, you know, four to eight hours a day. Sometimes we do mm-hmm. longer, like 12 hour streams. Some people do 24 hour streams. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that takes a toll, I think on your body after years and years of doing this, especially if you don't exercise or eat right and do all the other things that you need to do. They stay in shape or healthy. I would argue it's actually
0: extremely bad for your health. It's Again, we, all these topics we keep coming up with, there's like no research. It's such a new industry. It's such a new concept. And there's no one watching over us because we're just in our lone room rooms doing our own things, our own boss, making our own money, living our own lives. There's no one there to watch us to make sure we're doing the right thing. And I know no one is. Like I know I'm not, and I know you're not because one of the rules is that you're supposed to stand up every two hours, guaranteed. Um, because it's really, really bad for your legs to sit in the position of a sitting position. It, 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 I think it's something that, that crimps your uh, your veins or something like that. It actually creates a sort of like lack of blood to your body, and, it, yeah. it, and, and it's really bad for you. And it, it creates like I think it's like isn't it some anemic to your muscles or something? What's that word when muscles like um, deteriorate? Um, Atrophy? Yeah, atro- I, I, I could be wrong. I just feel
1: like both- I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, the thing is, so I I think that like part of it is just being aware of what you should be doing like the standing up thing yeah. and the drinking of water is like two things that I don't think a lot of people do. Yes. And what I try to do is I don't always stand up every two hours, but I do like stretch my legs out and kind of like kick them under the desk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stretch them out, kick them, kind of do like the zigzag, stuff like that uh, under the desk just to just keep blood flowing, you know? <laughs> and because uh, it, it is, it, you can feel it in your legs. Like I, I definitely feel it especially since sometimes i don't sit properly Like i'll sit on my leg or I'll, I'll like be on one knee kind of thing or crossing your leg it's just that's just one part of it too though it's like it's oh, not it's, just that no it's that, like we just started with time. but honestly there's
0: everything from sleep to diet to streaming too long to um I uh screen time like you're staring at a screen your eyes for, your eyes for the most part uh there's other things too it's uh the pressures of, of 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 being a streamer, uh, like we talk about how you stream for six to eight hours, but then you also have to prepare what game you're going to play. You know, talk to people off stream, it's the network, yeah, know, networking. Talk, yeah, networking. Yeah. Uh, the, the amount of work and time that you involve. Uh, so in the diet gets affected because a lot of people can't eat. You know, they'll eat during the stream. They're not gonna eat a nice meal. They're gonna do something quick. Like last night, I had chicken nuggets because I was hungry. That, that's not good for me. I shouldn't be eating chicken nuggets. Uh, my routine. Right. My routine with food, though. You mentioned water. I've been doing this since day one, and it's not a, not a very special thing. I just I have a I, I make a brew a cup of coffee in my kurg behind me. Everyone knows my coffee; it's my incredible important for my stream. And then I have a full, large bottle uh, of vodka. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's another thing we're going to talk about too. Oh boy! <laughs> drinking while streaming. Mm,
1: speaking, of, speaking of drinking or drinking while for, doing
0: podcasts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, is is a, a huge glass of water. And throughout the stream, I'll drink the entire glass of water and an entire cup of coffee. Um, and so I'm hydrated. For, and I only stream for about three hours. I don't stream for much longer. Sometimes four, but three. That should be enough hydration for some I of you used to do longer. I used to go nuts. I used to go to... Back when YouTube gaming was kicking ass, I would, uh, I would routinely on a weekday stream till five to six in the morning without question. And that's then, an
1: eight-hour stream,
0: and it was an eight-hour stream, and then I'd go to work in three hours or two, three hours. Uh, I would sleep. Yeah, through, so there's that lack of sleep problem. Lack. Well, that's my, but see, that's kind of specific to my problem. I don't know how many other streamers have that lack of sleep issue. I don't know. I've never Whoa. really talked to
1: many people. I feel like they do because if you're getting starting in streaming, there's a good chance you have a job, mm-hmm. um, and so that definitely means that you're doing this at night. So you're sacrificing sleep. You're sacrificing relationships. You're sacrificing friendships. Yeah and i'm i get it though because it's it's something you want to do it's something you're excited about it's something you love but at the same time it's like trying to find this balance where you're not destroying parts of your life or your body and you're able to <laughs> you know you want to be able to do this for years on end right yep. and that's part of the thing is like some people get into it and they get it goes so hard that it like they burn out and, it, yeah, and you can't keep it up that's the, the hardy, how do you like get that balance so that you can be like i can do this for 4 years like this that like you know, instead mm-hmm. of doing it hard for like six months and then you're just like, a, you know, you have a breakdown or something. Um, <laughs> well, I've, it had, happens.
0: I've, I've made adjustments over, over the period of my four years. It used to be stream eight hours, drink every night, go crazy and just and, and live the life. But it, it caught up to me and I, I slowly learned that you, I have to pare it down one or two in the morning, cut off no matter what. Uh, don't drink every single night. Um, and then I started something strangely enough two years ago that shocked even me, and that was going to the gym for the first time. Um, I had never in my life worked out. I've never done any sort of working out in, at all, um, and it was a scary and hard thing for me to think about. But I'm, but but what encouraged me was the idea that I am a a a, a visual entertainment person, right? I mean, I'm in in front of people, so it's my job to stay fit and stay. I guess you could say attractive, but I'm not really. That's not really the goal. More or less, like, stay I mean, sexy. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's kind of part of that. It is. It's like you don't. It is. You, you Absolutely,
1: do it. is part of that. And and, and, and it's if, like you know, taking care of your face and using moisturizers and scrubs. Do you do that? No, I don't. What? What? what do you <laughs> say? Oh God, it's a thing.
0: I know. I just, my friend Cherry always give me carp crap out of. It. That's all. I think it's funny. Um. So, uh, was I, I lost my train of thought? Oh, the uh, uh, You're ripped. <laughs> Making ripped. And it was funny. The true motivation wasn't actually the health part it was that I kept going to these PAXs and VidCons and see all these gorgeous people. And I'd be like, okay, I'm fat and I need to work on
1: this. This is not working for me anymore. (laughs) Well, that's, that's a good thing. I mean, you're able to stay in shape, look good on stream, feel good about yourself. Also have more energy. That's something that people don't really realize is you feel like you're exerting energy and it, it ends up being tiring. But in reality, once you get past that initial hump of doing, let's say about a month of exercising, or, you know a couple of weeks if you're going consistently you start to get a a good feeling from exercising instead of that like that down feeling of i don't know when you first start it's brutal but like after about a couple of weeks or a month it starts to give you this energy and this feeling of uh, it's really really intoxicating in my opinion i really like it well so, I, I
0: mean we can go I mean, hours on about you know working out but yeah i, I worked out tonight before i did the podcast i came back around 8 30. so about an hour and a half i was, I was here sitting down talking to you and um I, I i had a trainer for a little bit and the thing was it was called the pump it's, it's such a cheesy thing to say like talk the about pump. well that's what he called it and it's a real thing for me and i've realized that that's the key to my working out is that if i if i the exercise doesn't give me the pump i i'm not doing it right and it means it's like your blood so is he giving
1: you the pump no oh my god
0: <laughs> first of all he's gone i, I actually i i i it's oh, not it didn't I work said, out good, well i said goodbye to him last week uh, uh oh, <laughs> well <laughs> jesus this sounds so
1: bad <laughs> You <laughs> said <Second bite> him. <laughs> you had one last pump.
0: <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. Oh my God. Don't wait, wait, what else happened? I don't know if I want to go down this conversation anymore. I want to know. So, the, the, God damn it. The pump is where, when your muscles fill, fill with blood and you. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. This is not going well. (laughs) This is not going well. This is is amazing. (laughs) Please tell me more. Oh, my God. There's a word (laughs) he used, but I don't want to use it. There's a a word he used, and if I use it, I just know I'm never going to get it. Please tell me what he (laughs) said. When your muscles get engorged in blood. Anyways, it's real. Okay, it's real. When you use a muscle, that's what that. Oh, tight- I'm sure it was real. Oh Jesus, that's what the tightness <laughs> is in your muscles. It's in, it's filled with blood and it actually expands like a balloon. It's like a balloon, okay. <laughs> and that, that feeling means that you are using the muscle properly and that you've worked it out correctly. And uh and, and I've learned for feel that so it, if I get the right pump around my upper body doing all the right exercises, my posture becomes perfect. It's it's kind of that's the coolest thing I've noticed for me when I get done working out right. I'll walk out of the gym with my, my shoulders back, my chest up, and I'm walking. I'm comfortable in that position. The second a couple of days goes by, I can see myself slouching and kind of crunching down into myself again. So um, there's there's things I've learned through working out that it's about posture. It's about, again, like energy, like you said, uh, looking good and all that. It's like so many benefits from it that um, I'm, I'm happy I finally did. And how I'm a year, almost a year and a half, two years into it, and I'm still doing it three times a week. It's great.
1: I mean, I honestly, I've been working out since I was 15 and it's been part of like my life and luckily when i was starting streaming i was doing that also like that was a part of my routine like end the stream go to the gym yep and it's an important thing to do even if it's only for 30 minutes 20 minutes whatever it is mm-hmm. it's just getting your body moving getting the blood flowing and, and having that that extra energy that extra oomph and you feel good about yourself because you accomplished something and and one of the things that i would recommend if anyone is listening and hasn't gone to the gym or wants to go to the gym Don't tell anyone you're going to the gym. Don't tell yourself, like, anything that you're like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym after this. It's like, you just go to the gym. Because as soon as you say to somebody that you're going to the gym, you're releasing this, like, trigger in your mind that already gives you this feeling that you did something when you really did nothing. (laughs) Interesting. But you actually... It's true. You, you if I tell you like, "Oh, Dojo, I'm going to go to the gym later." Yep. I get this good feeling cuz I am t- convinced I'm going to go. Yep. But when the time comes and I don't go, I er- doesn't really matter cuz I already got that like that rush. Well, it's kind of a life telling. lesson on anything. Don't
0: tell anybody you're going to do something. Just do it and then tell them you did it afterwards. It goes with anything. I'm going to make a video game. Okay. Go, ma- okay. But you, Now you feel like you did something. No, make the video game then tell me you made a video game. You know, you can do progress reports, but don't don't tell people before you do stuff. Just do it. There's no need to tell people, you know. I don't know why people yeah. do it for anything actually, because it doesn't help. Because it, because it feels good. Yeah, not good. Anyway, so yeah, so working out is beneficial, but it, it's like, I don't know. It, it's only one small part of this whole mess, and I think that uh, a lot of people in the, in the streaming world burn themselves out because, it, like, you have two things, right? You have you have the success burnout, and you have the grind. I'm not getting anything out of this burnout. You know, people who don't have any success at all but keep going as hard as they can. And they just mentally just fall apart because they just can't keep it going physically, but they just do it because they're hoping. And there's people who are super successful that ride that high. So you know, the adrenaline just drives them into the ground and then they hit a huge
1: wall. Um, it's, yeah, it's about balance. There's like a, that roller coaster too. But the thing is, think about it. If you're in the grind, right, and things aren't going so well, you should pay attention to yourself yeah. because a, another thing is like you think just because you're live for a long period of time that you're doing something good, but You've got to realize that after a certain amount of time, or even if you're exhausted, you're probably not doing a very good job performing, smiling, making jokes, or like doing well in the game. Like these are things that I don't think we realize sometimes is we're just like, Oh, I'm live, I'm I'm doing it, you know. But ma- you, you gotta make sure that you also have the energy to do it. Yeah. And like that's hugely important. I don't and people just think, Oh, if I'm just live for twelve hours or eight hours, I'm I'm grinding. But yeah. Well, that, Sometimes doing five, six hours of good energy is better than 12 hours of, of just like, for sure. Blah. I totally agree.
0: And, um, and what's interesting is I, keep, I think I keep the kind of theme in our, our conversations, for me at least, is that most people in this industry are young. Between the ages of like 18 to 29, that's probably the average age, maybe even younger, doing this. And unfortunately, when you're that young, the discipline and the understanding of, of, of the patients needed to create routine to create uh, uh, smart, healthy decisions, to like you, like you said, the, the mindset that if I eat well, get a good thing of sleep, actually exercise, my streams gonna be better and I'll be more successful. It's hard to make that connection that young, you know, unless you already have that already in, built into you. You may find yourself. Well, why would I need to do that? I can instead of working out. That's an hour I could be streaming, and getting more donations. No, I'm just going to do that and work through it. And then you end up being feel like crap because you also ate some bad food during those hours. You start gaining weight. You start feeling happy about what you look like. You get depressed. It's like a whole snowball effect. And I'm yeah. not even that good. I'm learning my own routine slowly. I'm a very slow learner in this, but I can see people even younger having a huge struggle with that.
1: So, what's the like main takeaway then from it? Like, what is the the most important thing we should be focusing on? I mean this is for me as well because I, I mean like you said it's a learning process i'm not perfect and i always trying to improve on taking care of myself which is why i got more into like the you know mindfulness part of um meditation and things like that because i felt like that was something that was important you know it's not really talking about i know it's part of health but it's something that was important to me and and, and made a big difference for me in the in the end and I, I mean, i I would recommend that to people again, because it's it, with what we're doing, it can be really helpful to clear your mind. I would say that discipline, discipline and routine is a key because it can be fed into anything. If
0: you stream at the same time, stream in the same amount of hours, now you can restrict yourself from over streaming. If you always work out on these two, three days, that means you're getting workouts in routinely. If you sleep, yeah. you know, it's all about discipline. So if you can force yourself to do things and understand the importance of them, that's all would be the takeaway. You don't have to work out. You don't have to eat healthy, but do something in that sense of discipline within that barrel create boundaries for yourself. Uh, when you're working for yourself and money's involved, it's so easy to just get sucked into just going for the, the gold instead of realizing the full picture, the longevity of it all. The long run, yeah. Yeah, which is really what it is. About the long, I, mean, and I guarantee you, you go look at any huge streamer, anyone, you're going to find out they're going to they're, if you could pitch which heck that could be a great video series, you know, interviewing streamers uh, and behind the scenes, the big ones, talking about the routines, talking about what their lives are outside of streaming, what they do mentally, physically to, to make it a, a viable lifestyle for them. You know, the, the, Dr. Disrespect, you know, the guy is ripped. He's obviously working out every day. You know, he's not he's not just sitting on his ass eating chicken nuggets like I do. He's doing something outside of the stream because he knows he's a public figure that is, is needed to look like a certain way. So what are their routines? What are they doing to
1: keep that going? Yeah, definitely. I think that, like you said, you got to have that discipline to like, if you look at his schedule, he changes it every week, but it, it probably revolves around his life. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I don't know. I have, I've, I've and, of, and he ends up doing a stream, you know, it probably works out after a stream or before. Gets the energy. I mean, he's got to get into costume and shit too, which is, you know, another extra added layer of what costume? he's doing.
0: He's a, what? Oh, Wait, what? 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 He wears a costume?
1: I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just told me Santa doesn't exist, you piece of sh- <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah, the doc, bro. Please. Well, Sequisha best, actually... That vest isn't real. There was a, a tweet he did, I think
0: it was today he responded to. Someone said, how many hours do you stream? Uh, do you stream? What do you try streaming for? What do you, ha- how, what do you aim for streaming-wise? And Sequoia's like, I don't do any of that. I just, if I feel like streaming, I stream. It was kind of interesting. Like Sequoia like a, he's an odd character. Like he doesn't. He seems to have a very, a very uh, aloof way of approaching a lot of things. And I kind of want to pick his brain someday where his mindset is. I
1: like I like that response though because it goes along with the lines of what I was saying. Is like when you're not in the good place, don't stream. There's no point in streaming because yeah. you're 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 setting yourself up for a, a bad experience or people are going to see this. You know the person the people that roll through. You know maybe they would have followed if you were doing a if you had the energy or if you had the, you know, the motivation or something about you, you know, there's a, there's an error around you, you know, when you are feeling good or feeling bad. So if you're not feeling right, you're not feeling it. And you're streaming, you could be like half people that would have followed that are not, you know, and, and, or would have subbed or or not.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing is like, I, I, I struggle with this myself. I've had days where I really hated taking the night off and, because I think about all the times where I started a stream wasn't that great. And then something happened, something super funny, something, someone came in randomly, started playing with me. Or some guy came in randomly, donated a crap load. Like it's just these moments that I'm always afraid that will not—if I'm not if I'm not streaming, that can't happen. And that's part of the discipline, knowing that it's okay. It's, that you, there's no guarantee it will, won't. You can't prove a negative. Don't, don't worry
1: about what you don't know. Just make sure you're well, not Well, with uh, that mentality, you could get yourself into trouble because you'd be like, I always have to be live because I'll never know if I'm going to miss this opportunity. I, know, I agree, but that's not... A logic and the
0: heart kind of fight each other in these kind of situations. They just, you, know, you're, you get excited about things that benefit you, so you want those to happen more. It's an adrenaline rush. It's, a, uh, uh, it's chasing the dragon, as they used to call it, with, with heroin, right? You, know, that you always want that high. And so it, you, oh, What? i've never heard that you never heard chasing the dragon really no oh man yeah that is an old phrase for the it's it's about heroin it's like uh because the heroin is is the 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 euphoria is so intense you're you're chasing the dragon that's an old phrase because you know it's an opiate um so uh it's just a phrase that means for anything uh, anything i think drug or or, um adrenaline um related you're you're always chasing that next high and the, the streaming has kind of been like that and that's why when i first started i would go to five or six in the morning because back then I used to have that little sub alert, which then got stopped because it was so annoying. But back then, it was so early and so exciting. You know, getting five hundred to thousand subs a day was normal. And when you hear that little ding, ling ding sound every every two, three seconds, it's addicting, and you don't want to stop streaming until that's over. And I would just keep streaming as long as that ding, ding, ding was happening. I, I don't even knew that's why I was doing it. I would keep streaming as long as I heard the sub notifier. The second sub notifier would, would peter off and stop doing it, that's the end of my stream. That's yeah, that, dangerous. It, oh, it, oh, it's extremely dangerous. I mean, I, I probably, I probably came close to killing myself. Not like, like suicide, but as in like physically, because I was getting one to two hours of sleep a day, at most, and I was drinking every single stream. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was insane. Like I was, there was no way I was going to keep that going forever. Um, I had a lot of fights at home because of it. I was, it was, it was, you know, crushing my family life because I was passing out playing with my kids. Like it was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Oh my god! But like passed pass the, the toy. No, what I would do is uh, I had a position. I feel bad now thinking about it. But I had a position because back then Owen was so young. He was you know, he's too young to really play with. He's like one. He's like kind of crawling around. Um, where I would lay on the floor in his bed. Oh, I'm thinking of Miles' room. I'm sorry. I was in Miles' room. And his bed was actually on the floor. It's like a mattress on the floor. And it was just the perfect height for my head. Could lay on the bed while I was laying on the floor. And I would literally just nap. In the middle of the bedroom while he was playing around me. And I, and I feel bad about thinking about it in, in, in hindsight. But again, I finally came to Jesus about it and realized this is not healthy. This is not how I want to run my life. I'm missing out on my kids. So I changed everything so I don't I don't pass out anymore. I take naps during the day. People don't even know this. I take a nap at noon um, almost every day for about a half hour to 45 minutes. And I take another nap around 4.30, about a 20-minute to a half-hour nap right before I leave to go pick up my kids at daycare. Um, those two little naps have done wonders for me. They've kept me awake. All my stream, I don't get tired anymore. I seem like I have enough sleep to energy to do everything. I don't take naps to, when I'm at home. When I'm, I'm there for my kids and all that stuff. So the naps really helped me because I can't not stream at night because I, I can't and stream And also
1: night. you stream a
0: bit less now. I have more than a bit less. I, again, I'm only doing you know, three, three hours to four hours max. I don't do any more than that. I, I kind of do wish I could do more because I still think streaming longer helps you on these, especially Twitch, like these, for some reason, it's like the amount of time you're on there does t- seem to help.
1: Well, I mean, it does help. And, but at the same time, you know, you got to do what you can do mm-hmm. and your life is different than other people's lives. And you got to pay attention to how you can do things. And and another thing is like this also streaming is another type of thing that affects you and not just, I mean, also like it's, it's also a mental thing, you know, the, like going on vacation. Like uh-huh. when can you go on vacation? You know, if you start streaming, when can you go on vacation? Or like, if you're if you're having like a family, I don't know. Let's say you're having a baby. You know, uh, how do you, how do you take time, time off? Like with streaming, when it, it it becomes this this battle where it's like, oh, I can lose my momentum, or I can, you know, you lose like a certain amount of subs, and it's like now how do you afford your baby? It's yeah. like there's this, this struggle. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, where yeah. you know what do you do, and and it weighs on you. And then it, that also is like, you know, you depending on your situation, you might have to, you feel like you have to do more, you have to work harder or or stream longer. And it's it can be really uh, daunting. Oh yeah, and I, well it kind of
0: goes with you talking about babies, it actually does kind of extend to a different which we may want to cover in a different topic because it's a lot more deeper, a lot more intense and a lot more scary and the effect of people's relationships when you're streaming. Um, I've known in more than a few people's uh, marriages and and relationships have completely shattered through this because of this. And I think it's related to the whole mental health as well as physical health, and the time it takes. And time, yeah, yeah. Like, like having a baby and, and not being able to take time off is gonna really ruin your experience with your wife or husband. You know, it's like they're not gonna be cool with this because now they're the only parent while you're sitting downstairs and doing your streams. But um, what, what I want to bring up though is also that Game Attack, or our friends at Game Attack, have an interesting setup that I, I'd love to I'd love to find a way of not copying, but like see if more streamers do where maybe a tandem stream where you have two people on the channel, not one, two. And they kind of take turns streaming, not more hours. You know, they'll stream like 14 hours. They would still stream the normal six to eight, but one day, one guy gets it one day. Next guy gets it third day. They're both on it. So that with one of them has a kid, or one of them has a, uh, as an event in their life or they want to take a vacation, they can do without fear of, of lack of income or fear of failing numbers or losing viewers. Something about that seems more a magical and more healthy in the long run than just one person running a machine.
1: I mean, I, I think it is a smart way to go about it. And I think they're doing a great job. I also don't think it's for everyone. And it's definitely difficult, you know, to, it's difficult to, 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 like work with people like in that situation too, it's like, because some people will feel like they're putting in more work or like some things happen and you're going through some stuff and then the other person has to cover and like, there's just potent- that potential for issues. But at the same time it could be there's a famous a cool thing. quote.
0: There's a famous quote by some, gosh, I'm 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 I don't remember who it is. I'll remember it as I'm saying a thing. But anyways, um oh no, there's Steve Jobs, actually. Maybe maybe was Steve Jobs. He said, um, if you want to go fast, do it alone. If you want to do it for for a long time, do it uh, with someone else or something like that. It's like a phrase where if you want longevity, if you want a sustainability, you do it with other people. You collaborate. You work with others. If you want right. to do it, if you want it fast and hard and get it done quick, you do it alone. And it, you can't have both. It's one or the other. And I think that's interesting because I think by yourself, longevity is almost nearly impossible. And you you might think, oh, that's not true. You start naming names. I bet you everyone that is huge right now has editors, has people helping with production. Is, is assisting them in some way financially like an accountant like they're not they're, they're not just sitting there by themselves doing everything they're they're obviously having they've, they've di- de- delegated some of their work of some way maybe not on camera they're they're by themselves on camera but everything else might be worked on so it's interesting oh, i
1: definitely agree that that is absolutely happening for all like for larger entertainers and content creators absolutely yeah i mean it's there's it's, no that... way that they have time to do that
0: it's, well, it's not just time. It's, just, it's simply for longevity. Like I said, you have to work with others to make it stable and, and consistent and go for long, long periods of time. Like, I always thought it would be, be great to interview you know, these, these famous people and find out what is going on behind the scenes. Because there's really nothing out there about it, like I can think of. There might be some like their own individual videos, but usually that's very, very spotty and kind of specific. I'm talking about like a, like a show. Like, you know, Hot Ones. You know, that's a great show. The interview show where they have people eat hot wings and they interview mm-hmm. famous people something like that for streamers where we could talk about find about how the how does what does shara do in his production outside of streaming what what is what is ninjas doing what is, what are what is the was grim's doing what are all these people that we know that are huge doing on a daily basis that are are doing this this machine that we call streaming how is their daily life from their health side of things to production to um, mental health and everything how are they balancing their lives and are they balancing their lives i mean that's the thing i bet you There's got to be a percentage of these people who are their lives are falling apart, but you don't know it.
1: Absolutely. I definitely agree with you. (laughs) I think that that is uh, definitely happening. And and I think it's part of it is you're not really, you're not ready for this type of thing. Most people aren't ready for this type of thing. There's a lot of pressure on you as an entertainer. And then also there's a lot of pressure on you from outside sources when they want you to work with them and they want you to do things and, and show up and promote sponsored stuff and things like that. It's like it ends up being a lot of energy and work. And not to say that, you know, that's a bad thing. It's just that sometimes you're not ready. Sometimes it's it's overwhelming. And especially when you're tired and overworked. Yep. And like you say, if you don't have enough the right people around you helping um create, you know, the empire you're trying to build, empire? then well <laughs> I know it's the- I would say a lot of them do have empires. But yeah, that's the idea is like You need that, and I agree with you that you definitely need that. But I, I, my, my comment was really solely about the on-screen, um, you know, streaming collaboration type thing. When you mentioned Game Attack, you mentioned that like you don't see that many people doing that type of thing. Yeah, I agree. I do agree that behind the scenes, there's definitely you absolutely need to delegate and work with other people for editing and management stuff like that.
0: Well, I mean, the discipline of routine and understanding what you need to do healthy for the longevity also applies to the fact that it's hard when you start because you're not big and you have no numbers, you're not making much money. It's hard in the middle because you're addicted to the growth, you're addicted to the possibilities of what you're doing. And then it's hard when you're big because you have bigger pressures, you have bigger people depending on you, you have, like you said, like sponsor deals. You have, like like you said, an empire. It's like every level has its own stress levels. And if you're not preparing through the back end, having some sort of discipline to your life and how you you approach everything it's gonna fall apart eventually it's not it's not it's not sustainable i think what, yeah and there was a i mean there's a a bad article i think in 2016 that kind of scared everybody i still think it was it was kind of a lot of misinformation it was that streamer who streamed for 18 hours straight and then died um do you remember that guy i think it was on
1: twitch i don't know i vaguely the
0: rumor was that he ended up. He was actually doing a lot of drugs too during it. But he did die streaming, and the the main media, uh, sorry, the mainstream media, kind of kind of jumped on it, and and kind of looted as streaming is a bad thing, a dangerous thing, because of the the death. And I, I it was interesting because I haven't really heard that many other stories since. I don't know if it's maybe a cautionary tale that's helped people, or if we just aren't hearing about it. I'd like to know if there's how many people out there are hurting, physically, not mentally, physically doing all this stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, I know that there are the occasion, occasional story about like a WoW player or something that, mm-hmm. you know, end up dying as well. And it's really sad. I think it's just like, you know, you got to pay attention to your body. Yes. You got to pay attention to you know, the signs that your body is giving you. Because there are signs, you know, that your body, that you're hurting and that you're, or you're hurting your body. You know, the exhaustion, the feeling of exhaustion, the feeling in your, in your muscles... And, and and you know, I'm sure there's other things, too, that that are very end up being apparent that we ignore and should be paying attention to, especially when you're doing long term, like, you know, if you're doing a 12 hour stream, you know, you got to make sure you're, you're going to stand up and you're going to order food, like something healthy or something, at least something with energy, you know, and, and, and make sure that you did get some sleep the night before. So you're not super exhausted and like you're just fighting to stay awake and, you know, make sure you're not sick it's like there's so many things that, that could just, you know, go wrong when it comes to that. Like, I always try, if I'm doing a 12-hour stream, which I'm doing tomorrow, is like oh, you are. get some rest. Like, you know, try and get a full night's sleep. because <laughs> Instead of doing late-night podcasts with, with people you well, know. I mean, it's only 9 o'clock here, luckily <laughs> for me. But, you know, like, the thing is, you know, I do try and be very aware of those things like when i'm doing the longer streams because i know that 12 hours is a long time um and i do stand up and as much as i can you know either go to the bathroom just to stand up to get a drink and or just to stand up during in between a lobby you know to walk back and forth for 30 seconds makes a big difference
0: another thing when people don't really apply too much to this is age so i do a 24-hour stream every year for call of duty release out of tradition, because, are, you do, are you gonna do one this year? And I'm in debating not to because last year's was extremely rough and the year one before was hard. And but the first one was great, it was hard, but I got through it. Was like, yeah, okay, woo, that was great. Second one, I accidentally ate chili. My wife made chili at like <laughs> six o'clock, dude. Don't, don't fire poop? No, 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 why would you? Why are you always go to the poop? It's like the only thing you like a little what 12 chili year do? old boy. What oh what my chili god, do? it's not about what does
1: chili do? It's
0: molten, dude. I'm not, I'm not even talking about the poop I'm talking about when you're up for 18 to 20 hours and you've got like six to four to six hours left in your stream don't eat something heavy because your body wants to shut down it's like no we only have enough ability to digest this food not keep you awake no pass out because the second I ate it like within half hour I I felt like I was I, I couldn't do it anymore I, I, I maybe your body just wanted to poo <sighs> Fine. you know what? I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you yes I wanted my body wanted to poop so much <laughs> If you had a diaper. If you guys don't know anyone listening to this podcast, uh the Mr. Stat here in this channel almost always talks about poop. That's pretty much like 90% of the conversations, Janet. No.
1: Oh yeah. It is. That is not true. I, it's because backs. there's a fart um sound effect that people oh, yeah. like to to play on the channel. And so it such it's a good Slowly
0: case. it comes <laughs> back to the poop. Anyways, my point is age. So because I've been getting older as I've been streaming, there's not that many older streamers, I don't think. I mean, they're, they're out there. They're, I'm not going to say there's no one out there, but I think a lot, as I said, the average streamer is younger. So they don't really get what happens. So again, longevity and discipline and routine will help when the fact that your body will eventually fall apart aside from streaming. Um, when I was When I turned 30, it was strange because it was almost like a comical year for me where out of nowhere I could feel that my body wasn't healthy anymore. Not healthy, like I wasn't doing anything good. It's like it was deteriorating. I could tell something was wrong. My bones hurt more. Atrophy. Uh, yeah. That's not what it is. <laughs> I, I couldn't move hold, it. My muscles hurt more. Anymore. I had back aches. I, I, I pulled my back. And was like, everything started falling apart in my body. And I was like really freaking out because before then I felt like I was Superman. I could do anything. And it doesn't matter. I didn't have any pain, I didn't feel uncomfortable. I could do it. So what it happened
1: like when you hit thirty?
0: literally the year thirty. I don't know. It, it, I tell people this story, and they just look at me like they're rolling their eyes. But it was strange. It went twenty nine. I was Superman. Thirty, I was an old man. And so then from there on, I'm thinking about did it affect your bowel, bowel movements too? I'll, t- I'll send, i I I took every picture of my bowel movements in my thirties, and I'll send it to you <laughs> in, a, in a catalog with with catalog with color coordination. It's like
1: that. It's like the pick a day that someone does on YouTube, but you did it with your poop. <laughs> guys
0: <laughs> unhealthy ups- you didn't you didn't have a good anal phase when you were child. freud would be upset with you the uh oh, excuse me <laughs> yeah we'll get into that in some other day so the point is age like if you're streaming now and you're in your 20 you're 25 years old and you're kicking ass you're doing great and you want to do this for the rest of your life you've got to have a routine simply because your body will eventually not be doing what you're able to do now you've got to understand that you have to do something so you have longevity for your physicality to handle it you know, forty a forty year old streamer and a twenty five year old streamer have completely different experiences with how it feels to do with this stuff. Yeah, take fiber pills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I I do have an entire diatribe about vitamins as a horseshit. I am so upset by vitamins. I don't well, have, we're just, not
1: getting into that. Just, I, just well, it's this is health. This is
0: health. I don't know, man. I'm I'm angry because there is, from what I understand, there's absolutely not a single documented case of any sort of research showing any vitamins do anything for anybody the, they 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 just get urinated out there's no there's no your body eating an orange it gives you all the vitamins you need for the most part it's like the idea that we need to put freaking something it, a company that makes and puts our mouth let's let's is, oh, so. save this okay
1: you're right for another right. day right. sorry i got a little i got a little, got a little anxious there. okay right. if you're oh. eating the right fruits and vegetables then you probably don't have to take that many vitamin supplements. Not probably. That just it, don't it,
0: take vitamin supplements. Don't listen to Staddy's an idiot. Don't take vitamin supplements. Just don't do it. Just just eat. Just eat food. Your body will do its job. Just let it do its job. Just, just let it do its job. Just, just don't. Everyone's
1: don't. unique. Oh, my God. Everyone's different. Goddamn
0: scam. It's like you it right now. You should, you should look it up for the, for the conversation about vitamins. Look up how much that industry
1: makes. It's crazy. It's not even regulated. I'll just the say there have been days where I feel like um, you know, I'm getting sick at a convention, and I start popping back these emergencies or whatever the hell they're called, and it saves me. It changes. It, I do not get sick, and I feel like that it's helps called a, me in yeah, that it's situation. It's called Maybe. a
0: placebo effect, and it's a real effect. Yeah, bro.
1: I'm, I'm just healing myself.
0: You are. It's, placebo effect is a real thing. Your body and mind are connected, and your mind can actually heal your body because it does it all the time. When you cut yourself, your body's healing it. It's the problem is that when you take a something that doesn't actually do anything, your brain's thinking, you're, you're convincing yourself it does something. Therefore, your brain actually does the, the effect, the real effect. Doesn't? It's not, a, it's not a joke. It's a real thing. But I, don't I know. know. Placebo effect is a thing. Now, vitamins, I've always been problematic because they're extremely expensive, and you just pee them out from what I know. So uh, just whatever. Just, I'm just not going to go into it now. Sorry.
1: Sorry. Sorry, everybody, for the Thai tribe and the site. Oh, Joe doesn't like his vitamins. So you I, don't give your kids vitamins.
0: No, I don't give my kids vitamins. I don't believe in them. I don't find them. I, I we're, we're gonna talk about this. I like, I don't, I, I don't know if there's any research that has proven that they actually do anything. They're just constantly being pushed by doctors because it sounds because like, well, it's one of those we things. We should we should do
1: some research each of us. Right, and then we should come right. back to this in another podcast when we say should you take your vitamins while streaming? I yeah, I, I categorize vitamins as a, as another category of of human behavior, where it's like
0: well it couldn't hurt. Whenever someone says well it couldn't hurt. It's usually like, well, like it's hard to argue against that. Yes, I guess it couldn't hurt, but you're spending money and you're supporting a system and you're spreading lies and it upsets me. That's all. Like, There might be some truth to some vitamins or something like fish oil or something like for pregnancies. I think something happened. Like, I think there's some things to help that kind of stuff. But for the most part, I think it's just a goddamn scam and it, it really annoys me. I don't, I don't like it because there's no, it, again, couldn't hurt. So therefore, it's, I'm always on the wrong end of this argument because people are like, I like my vitamins, it makes me feel better. Fine, whatever. I, I can't argue against that. But it seems like just eating a eating a really good meal is a smarter move than putting some sort of pill that a chemical company put into some bottle unregulated and, and you bought for 12 bucks. It seems stupid to me.
1: No, not Matt. Well, guess what? When I used to work out, I used to take When you used stuff to work out? See, Everyone, he's been lying to us this whole time. He didn't work out. He didn't work out at all. Hmm. What guy. I meant was like when I used to work out and take the supplements, um, that's different. Which I don't really do that's anymore. That's different. That's
0: that's like creatine, right? That's like muscle building stuff. That's completely different. I'm not saying supplements are a little different. They're actual like there's there's some. Uh, you they know,
1: like, also are not proven.
0: <laughs> well, no, it's the I, exact same it, thing. Are you sure? Because I believe there's no there's like there's some muscle building types like protein things that actually is real. That's not like that. No, I don't know about that's true. This I'm talking about vitamins like vitamin B2, you know. What is that doing? I think it just goes out your, your freaking urethra. I don't, I don't think it actually goes in your body. Your, the amount of m- vitamins your body needs is so freaking tiny, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's comical. It's comical. It's like it fit on the tip of a pin or something like that. It's so tiny that it's just pointless. You, know, you should be taking pills. And, and there is actually, I think, some other studies, which, again, we do research. I'm sorry. We keep talking about this. That you could actually put too much vitamins in your body, and it could hurt you, but... Um, I I just I find it funny. So yeah, the supplements for working out is a little different. I don't know much about that. I'm still new to that area, but I think that's a real thing. Those, those things are actually, they're, build, they're, they're rebuilding muscle through actually required, like your body, when you work out, for instance, you are depleting something, all right, and you're trying to put it back in, and that's what those supplements are for.
1: Well, in this type of you know discussion, especially about vitamins, I don't really know um, the... Ins and outs. You're right. It's not. Yeah, I don't know the medical um, research done. I'd like to actually do some more before we tell people not to um, pick vitamins. I mean, I think that obviously you should do your own research and figure out what so, is right for you well, and I want to, see oh. how you feel about it. And um, well, I, I want, mean, Dojo has his opinions. But
0: <laughs> well, I want on, but,
1: I, look. I want everyone to go start looking for a show. Um,
0: I think it was on. It's on TLC or something. But it's on YouTube as well. It's called Adam Ruins Everything. It is probably one of the most interesting, uh, fact-based shows you'll ever experience. It, it it dissects the norms that we've all created in our heads about many things in the world, and it gives you the reality. and It doesn't. It's not just like they just talk about it. They show you. There's actually in the uh, liner notes the actual uh, scientific data behind what they're saying. Things like glasses of water, eight glasses of water a day is a f- fucking bullshit. It's it's made up. i've also heard that there is no Just just drink till
1: your piss is like light yellow. no
0: drink when you're thirsty it's that freaking simple your body will tell you when you're thirsty you drink when you're thirsty you're done everything else is just garbage and it's weird that we as a society have have been so strangely adopting things that we hear by hearsay the world the the internet the we get things repeat you repeat over and over again if
1: it's on twitter and has a lot of retweets it's (laughs) real
0: Exactly, and so yeah. In fact, in, in, and this is an extreme level. Did you know there's there's, there's a, actually a condition, a hydration or like um,
1: hyperhydration or something? Yeah, that you can, can die. You can die. And so yeah, someone died uh, like a couple years ago, and during a marathon, they drank too much water. Yeah.
0: There, so people in this world with these weird things that they think is right, drink eight glasses of water a day, upset me more than anything. And so Adam Ruins Everything is, is one of my favorite shows. I watch everyone I can. It goes through everything from the fact that, did you know, that humans, when they hear when they're confronted, confronted with a fact that goes against their idiom, they will consciously ignore it. I mean, subconsciously ignore it. They won't they will not process it and they will actually fight against it, even though it is the truth. It's really strange.
1: Like me, like me trying to tell you that vitamins <laughs> can potentially help you? No,
0: the other way around is if I give you factual fact that vitamins couldn't help you, you will still actually, take I it. I just
1: Google it and I'm going to read two things to you. Okay. Are you ready? Multivitamins, skip them. You can get everything you need with a balanced diet. So that's kind of cool. Didn't know that. Vitamin D, take it. It helps with your bones and, sorry, helps keep your bones strong and it's hard to get from food. But so again,
0: can't, <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. you can't just Google Why? something like that, though, because I don't know you're I don't know. I don't know. Oh, your, i do not know i do not you can not just Google something hold on, because you don't know the source. You don't know. You, how do you know that second article isn't from a company that is, that is paying billions of dollars to lobby Congress for vitamin D fucking pills? You don't know. So don't just hold on. Just chill out for a second. No Googling and saying right or wrong. My <laughs> point is, is that. Adam and and everything is a factual based show D. that is a Get beautiful show D. about uh, misconceptions from health from everything, and it's something that's it's, it's fascinating. I wish everyone would watch because it, it tells you things that we've all assumed for a long. I mean, that's where I learned that how milk wh- wh- where milk came from. It came from the fact that you know they need to make milk for the, the World War II, so the government went crazy and and like uh, invested in a whole bunch of cow farms, and then suddenly the World War II is over and like, oh crap, we have all these cows, what are we gonna do? Hey, I got an idea. So in the 50s, they came up with the, uh, the you know, milk is good for your body kind of crap. And they it became the milk lobby became a thing. And so throughout the 80s, they did the, you got milk ads and it's all fallacy. Milk is horrible for you. You shouldn't drink milk. It's bad. You can't your body is, does not process it. That's why people have lactate issues. And it's just not something you should be drinking. It's bad for you. It's literally bad for you. Drink water, you know. And so. Sugar, same thing. You, you find out in, through everyone's everything that sugar uh, lobbyists in the, uh, in the in the sixties and seventies were so anti, uh, we're so against um, uh, whatever. I don't get into this. I feel like I'm getting diatribing. My point is, is that there's a lot of things that we take for granted that is kind of factually untrue. And and oh, just getting excited. And, and, and health and health is a big problem because everybody wants to be healthy, and so everyone is trying to tell everybody what to do. And so even though this podcast is supposed to talk about health, I, it's why I think my takeaway, my personally, is discipline and routine. Because this isn't telling you you have to sleep six hours a day. You have to drink this amount of glass of water while you're streaming. You have to take vitamins. You have to eat this specific food. Because we don't really know as humans what's really healthy. I think everyone is completely different in absolutely every way. And everyone needs to do what they do to make their bodies right. And the only way you can do that is through discipline and routine.
1: I, I agree with you. With what you just said, I also think that people should be doing their own research and, and you know, looking up multiple sources for things True. to see what is helpful for them or what can be something that is good for them. I mean, just because something doesn't work for someone and works for someone else, who's to say that it doesn't, you know, and if it if they see that benefit, then there's nothing wrong with that. And no, so well, doing this, the research well, is important. Well, hold on. You know? So the
0: only problem with when someone sees, sees, a, sees a benefit and other people don't, what's the, what's the wrong? Well, the wrong is that once that person has seen that benefit, they preach. They preach it to the size, to the end of the earth. They say, this is how this is. This is how we do it. They get so into it that they make, they make the reality. And so people start listening to them. And they, under, they don't understand why it's not working for them. Not knowing that it's only working for them, A, it could be a placebo effect. Or it could just work for their bodies. Um, There's a great bit by Lewis Black back in the late 90s, early 2000s, which I loved. It was, it me, it's, I still laugh when I think about it, where he's talking about how, you know, everyone recommended eggs. Then everyone said, no, eggs are bad for you. No, no white, whites are good, but but the yolks are bad. No, yolks are good, but what? And he just freaks out and says, ah, make up your minds. It's breakfast. I need to eat. And it's a hilarious bit because it's true. Like, if you really follow health guidelines and health information, it's so it changes every freaking year. They just they they don't know what they're doing. I feel like they'd never know what they're doing because there's so many different body types, there's so many different people, that everything is different. And I it frustrates me that people live in these worlds where it's absolute. This is absolutely good for me. This is absolutely what I need to do.
1: That's not always true. Well, hmm. I understand <laughs> and I agree that the information that we receive is definitely skewed and also potentially something that is paid for, you know, and, and lobbied against and, you know, I mean, <laughs> there's so much sugar in everything we eat now, and sugar is not a great thing for you at all. It's a and poison. It's, we it's never literally a it. we poison. Nev- a we poison. never used to eat it, no. and it's in everything, it's and in so it. it's, it's, a, it's something that definitely slows you down, and it gives you that, like, short-term high, and it just isn't a, isn't good for you, but it's something that isn't even really talked about that much. It's like, it's mentioned, we don't know like that there's sugar in almost everything because you know, everything went to the, what is it? Fat is bad. They can't, they got fat yes. free, but they add sugar. And, and so have, it's like, how is that any better? And it's like, yeah, that, that it's was
0: just, a, yes, that was, that was, the, I think it was actually the sugar lobby. So back in the sixties and seventies, there was a bunch of studies on heart disease, um that was skewed and actually paid for by the the wrong industries. And they they blamed fat and, and, so, and what's funny is you know fat's good for you. I'm so tired of people thinking fat's bad for you. It is it is a fundamental lipid acid that you that, that you need to eat to survive. It's something important. It's what we need to eat. It's about quantity, not 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 the fat. So people are replacing fat with like chemicals and weird strange probably cancer inducing garbage and they're putting sugar in it to make taste better. It's really weird to me because it's like fat is not a bad thing, but we the word fat is needs to be changed because when you say, oh, I'm eating fat in my food, I'm going to get fat. That's not the the, the the one the one to one ratio it's easy for the, the layman to like, oh I shouldn't do it. But they should name it something else so they could stop thinking it's so evil. It's not that's not the problem. It's, fat is a good thing. You know calories are a good thing. You need the energy to feed yourself and to move and groove. What you don't want is those chemicals that don't give you anything—the empty calories. The, the, old adage is like, have you ever seen anyone skinny drinking Diet Coke? Like it's not—it's like there's no benefit to these things that people we do. It's like you got to be smarter with your health, not not, not not get duped.
1: Yeah, eat smarter, definitely. I agree. Um, start cooking. Definitely important. Start cooking. It's important...
0: I think this yeah. is this is this is I think one of my best things I've done for my health is start cooking. Because a you know every ingredient goes in your food, but you learn how to do a skill, it tastes better. And I, dude, I like you. Everyone will laugh at me, but one the best the best cookbooks on the planet are Weight Watcher cookbooks. There are so many amazing recipes and Weight Watchers that are fundamentally wonderful. You can even replace, and, and if you stop, you know, replace some of the like low fat or no fat, excuse me, um, elements, and you just put in stuff that you normally would use, like straight up butter. It, it it's still good for you. It still is because it's fundamentally good ingredients. It's so good for you. It, you feel energized. You, you like today. I had a um, I made I made chicken wraps. All right, I had avocado. I had a serrano peppers that I cut up. I have, um, I, I had spinach. I had a a yo low fat I and mean, low fat right again. Here we go. Yogurt with uh, cayenne pepper. How could and, you? and cumin and salt, um on, on a rosemary basil, um tortilla right. It tasted amazing. It was really, really good. I mean, and I'm a skeptic of those kind of wraps. I don't like fufu, you know, down-to-the-earth tofu food kind of stuff. It was really tasty and delicious, and it was a Weight Watchers meal, and it was really well done, and it had, had you know, it was, it was the right amount of calories, right amount of flavor. Um, it was healthy for me,
1: and I feel like if, if I didn't learn how to cook. Yeah, you feel lighter after, you feel good. Yeah. You feel energized. You don't feel, like, heavy, and, and, and you feel, you know, sometimes you go have that fast food, yes. and you... Yes, you feel like oh, heavy and gross. Oh, you yes, know, it's like so. I agree with you. So Cooking tr- is important. Trust you know, your I, body. I cooked a lot. You, I cooked a lot and wow, cooked a lot and looked, um, cooked a lot WoW. and <laughs> wow.
0: Oh, ha! This guy referencing <laughs> video games, adorable. I mean, I, like you just touched on, trust your body. Don't trust what you read on the internet. Don't trust some other person's opinion. Don't trust even a friend saying this is what's good for you. Do something as an experiment. Do you feel better? Do you feel worse? Do you feel you can good? Trust me. No, I don't trust bearded people. You know, in fact, that's another you statistic. Did you don't trust me. Did you know that most people don't trust beards? That's like like a big percentage.
1: Of beards lower trust. That's okay. If I don't trust them. No, sounds like a pretty sick relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding. I I trust them. I think that I think that that beard thing is skewed. See, you got that off the internet. You don't trust everything you heard. You got that off? I saw that article. guy get getting all
0: sensitive of beards. yeah,
1: it's adorable. Some some peach fuzz dude wrote that shit. <laughs>
0: Peach. That, I feel like you need to make an emoji, a peach fudge, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little guy can't get it going. That's sad. So no, I'm, I'm trying. I'm like, I, I just know. Like every time I run into it, like I preach the cook yourself stuff because it's, it's amazing what you can find in food and flavors that gets away from sugar, uh, gets away from salt, um, it gets away from some of the things that could hurt you. And I think, I think it, it's being a, a better overall experience for everybody. I think cooking is extremely important.
1: Absolutely, I, I totally agree with you. That's, I mean, like. It's something I grew up. My mom always did home cooked meals, Damn. and I, it made a big difference for my energy level, my health, and I do really appreciate her going through that effort and and you know it taught me as well because I know how to cook as well. And it's like, I mean, I don't do it as often as I should. Nope, but don't. I do. But I do. You didn't. You happen. didn't cook me one dinner. The entire we time. We were even here for like you. We already nothing. Even here. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Okay, Dojo. When I come down there, I swear. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to see you're going to cook me a freaking meal. Yeah, I'm going to bring out my freaking steel
0: walk. I'm going to make you some badass Mongolian beef. Okay. All right. Some broccoli. Deal. Some broccoli. You don't have to tell me. I want to be surprised. It's Mongolian beef. It's the same recipe everyone has. It's just, okay. it's, it just tastes good and it's all fresh. Fresh ingredients are made, but, okay. though there is a bar of entry. That's what sucks about life is that we live in a country where fresh ingredients, good vegetables, good food costs a lot more. I mean, that, that's kind of fundamentally why health in this country. I think has been sliding for a long time is that the easiest food is the cheapest food is always the worst food in every experience. You know, I, I, I went to McDonald's uh, last Friday. My kid had an infection in his leg and I want, you know, I want to make him feel better. So we went through drive through gave him a happy meal, just a happy meal. Okay. $2.85 for a burger, yogurt, fries, milk, and a toy. That's like that's like no, There's no money. That's like, that's like chump change. $2.00? That's crazy. But it's all bad food. The yogurt kind of wasn't that bad. Otherwise, everything was garbage. Right? It was basically just shoving poison in his face. And I was thinking about that. Like
1: The worst foods are the cheapest. And it's sad. Well, you can think of it like this. Yes, the other food is more expensive, but in the long run, you'll probably end up paying way more in medical issues Whoa. as you get older. I guess, I guess dude. But
0: that—that—that—that's an extra extrapolation of that concept that is a little too hard for most to grasp or accept or make change with. I mean, I get what you're saying. Though you're right. Um, the idea that obesity will eventually affect your your finances and your health, therefore, you you're 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 not saving any money, but doesn't change the fact that cheap food is still bad food. And expensive food is, I mean, like, again, you know, like asparagus, one of the, my favorite vegetables on earth, is like extremely expensive. It's like five bucks for a, a bundle sometimes. It's like, it's, or, is that right? Or two, $3? three dollars? Three dollars a bundle. It's a lot of money for like a bunch of sticks of vegetable, right? Things that grow on the ground. I like them. I mean, steak, right? The leanest steak is the tenderloin, my favorite. I love tenderloin. I think it's the best steak on the planet. You can come at me, bro, right? Very expensive mm-hmm. steak. Because it's lean, it's very healthy in the sense of like beef. You know, there's not much, not much gristle. Um, I mean, we argue I just said about earlier, fat's good for you, but I'm talking about quantity, right? So the quantity of fat per per protein is actually really good in the tenderloin. It's really good, especially if you get a good marbling one. And it's very expensive meat. If you buy the cheap beef, it's just going to be a bunch of garbage. It's, It's like it's like it's a crap. It's like why is that? Why is the healthier stuff seem to be so much more expensive?
1: Mm, let's see I, I don't know <laughs> that is not something that I that I am like well versed in it's a
0: rhetorical question there's no way I'd ask you because you're not, you're not you know you're not in the industry I don't know I, it, it's, it's sad it's sad because uh, as a human race we'd be better off if we could find a way of flipping that you can imagine if like fast food was expensive and your salads and your wraps were like the cheap food would we change the society or we just simply just you know use all our money like crack addicts on the expensive fast food
1: i'd be super happy to get healthier meals for less price to be honest i i the one thing is that when i was a bit younger i did enjoy getting that food for some reason it was like a i don't know it, it was it was like this weird addiction and as i grew older i started to not like the way i felt after eating yeah those meals oh, God, and so i started horrible. to eat differently and avoid certain things what
0: you know I, I agree to me like it's strange like the older you get the more because like, like i said before age with the streaming and everything the more old you get the more you're aware of your body it's like when you're young under the age of 28 i don't think you even know you have a body you just simply have a brain that wants to it's have just fun. a floating head it is i swear to god you don't even realize <laughs> no, 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 no. you have a body and everyone who can argue with me is going to be under under the 28 anyone in this podcast right <laughs> oh, now wow Anyone in this podcast that's over the age of twenty eight is gonna say, "Dude, this guy, this guy's talking my word." Because you you start realizing you have a body, like you feel when you eat crap, and that's you know it's funny. Like uh, sushi is a good example. That's why I fell in love with sushi. I was thirty one when I had my first sushi, and it was it it was come on, chill out. There's a lot, there's a lot of reasons. Anyway, so I like the taste. (laughs) Tell me the reason. Obviously, the taste is good, but what was different? Was that the fact that I felt really good and I was full? It was strange. It was like I felt full. My stomach was because the rice expands, right? So that's kind of part of it. And I just felt happy after eating it. I didn't feel like I was weighing myself down eating this food. And I thought about Dude, that. The cheese is the best, man. Yeah, it is. And, and it's an incredibly good food for that reason alone. Um, I love keep it. in mind. I want to go to Japan. I, want to go to Japan I know, me you. Just you're, for that reason. <laughs> yeah, and we talked about that too, But apparently America has that restriction that all raw fish must be flash frozen before it feeds you, before you can eat it. Therefore, all the meat has been kind of basically destroyed in the cell level, uh, and Japan doesn't have that. So when you go to Japan, the seafood is much better because they don't require you to freeze the fish. You can have it right off the dock and eat it, and that's why it's much better. Which, by the way... But don't they flash freeze for, like, bacteria and stuff like that? That's, I, mean, I don't Who knows what the reason? I'm not pointing that out. Yes, maybe, but that, I don't care. The point is that when you freeze... You don't we, care?
1: What if you go eat it there and get sick?
0: Like, fine. I don't care. I'll get sick. It's natural. I mean, I, I'm not... Vomiting? G- <laughs> I mean, I don't... Th- Look, people in Japan are eating sushi every day. Like, I don't think they're they're getting all vomit. I think that's a fear that doesn't have any grounding. I'm just pointing out that when you when you freeze meat, the cell of that protein, the the, the meat of animal, is, is being destroyed by the ice crystals. You ever seen, like, a, a close-up of it? What happens is, like, you freeze something, the ice crystals, like, like big ice picks, are cut right through the walls. Of, of the cells, so when you thought that's it, why your meat's kind of kind of gooey, it's not it's not the same anymore because all the cells have been destroyed, all the cell walls have been destroyed through the uh, the, the ice crystals. That's why you don't want to freeze meat. Never freeze meat. It ruins the the, the the fundamental basis of what is good about it. So that's why that's why sushi is so much better in, in Japan apparently. Now, uh, back to uh, God, I lost my train of thought. you were talking about going to Japan. I was going to say okay
1: to freeze meat if it's about to go bad. <laughs> I guess I don't. I... Instead of throwing it out, maybe, maybe. I was I was gonna say some of Sushi. It doesn't though. destroy it that badly.
0: Oh, I was gonna say I'll get another diet tribe. Man, this is like I've got a lot of. Di- I, I've been drinking. Yeah,
1: all. you got a lot of
0: issues. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do have. I like, I, oh, I I don't va- I I need a goddamn I vacation. I need a. Vacation. Oh my god. Don't you dare freeze your meat.
1: You take those vitamins. How dare you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh anyway i was gonna say the the thing about sushi oh i forgot now you can't you can't, you can't stop making me laugh i'm losing my focus i'm sorry okay um tell me about the sushi I'm, I'm gonna try here um and it's it's gone now it's it's gone it sucks it's gone i'll figure it out now
1: <laughs> oh. figure it out we're running out of time dojo i <laughs>
0: We are out of time. We, we're running we're, we're at one hour on our on our podcast. Technically, we can go as long as we want. We are in charge of our own podcast. I mean, is, there's nothing about it's, this. It's true. It's just we we do like a six hour podcast. <laughs> like hey guys, be, oh you want to go for like like have like a competition?
1: You guys ever remember uh, I was saying that I want to get up tomorrow to do a twelve hour <laughs> live stream? That was something that I was like oh I'm gonna get some rest tonight. Yeah, it's it's you're, you're in Pacific
0: Zone, man. It, it, it's like four in the mo- four in the afternoon right now. Hmm. <laughs> I remember what I was gonna say. Sushi's or, or original uh, origin story came from fishermen. Fishermen in in Japan would come off the uh, the dock with their fresh cut. They would go into like a little like a little hut and they would cut it up for, for the other fishermen to eat their lunch. It was meant as a uh, as a, a blue collar worker type like lunch. It was not meant for some foo-foo, high end expensive crap. And it goes back to my comment. Why is healthy food expensive? I think it, excuse me. I think it becomes uh, really hip and really cool, and so m- people realize that that means it could be marketed as an expensive food. Sushi is, is fundamentally supposed to be cheap, easily accessible food, and it's it's kind of a shame because it's a delicious, healthy, extremely fulfilling food that people have to pay what like what six bucks for like two sashimis. It's a, it's 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 a crime, man. It's too expensive for what they get. It's
1: supposed to be cheaper. You heard it here. Hmm. Sushi's mad expensive and dojo's pissed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Jeez>. <laughs> He's pissed. <laughs> I'm
1: not, I do feel angry
0: tonight. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be angry tonight. I, I, I've lost my mind. I apologize.
1: <laughs> it's okay. No, you're not angry. You're pissed.
0: Because <laughs> I love sushi and I, I when I heard that I love just...
1: sushi too. And I agree, it's super expensive. Same with lobster. It used to be a lot cheaper, I think, back in the day. And then people were like, I like this. And they're like, oh, really? Let's charge a lot of money. Well, a I hate lobster. B it's a it's, wow. a, it's, a, it's a it's a bottom feeder fish. Any bottom. What does feeder that f- even matter? What you gonna hate on the bottom feeders now? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what did they do? Because what? what? Because they're chilling. They don't know how to swim, and you're gonna give them shit. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, had a, we had a title.
0: We had a title oh for this. We said, yeah, we, had, we had a title for this podcast, but we're, we're going to call it now. <laughs> Eating on the bottom we're feeders.
1: <laughs> I think this happens every time. We're like super serious for the first half of the podcast, and <laughs> it just turns into like a rant oh. about things we don't like. You're breaking up like crazy. <laughs> oh, um, oh, no, 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 that's my own headphone. Head I
0: apologize. Um, you know, is because uh, it's called it's called it's called Scotch, and Scotch is a beautiful thing. <laughs> It, and like i have an ode to scotch you know what let's uh, t- let n- t- next podcast let's just talk about scotch for an entire hour what do you think i mean it's possible <laughs> scotch that is a way of streaming. saying fuck no but <laughs> i'll I, i'll i'll be nice right now because i don't feel like conversating that that's good that was good yeah.
1: let's talk about scotch <laughs> And watching
0: the ice melt uh what well we'll what do is uh, i in, in, in the in the tweet about this podcast we'll I'll talk about would you like to see scotch and we'll,
1: and we'll see what yeah. happens we'll see yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Well, I believe I believe should, we've covered. You should do a, should do a poll. Polls.
1: Who <laughs> polls? See what people want.
0: People. I mean, only basically polls are just people are just polling the people who are active. It's not a, it's not a good sampling of the population. It's, it's a worthless effort. No one should do polls. If you're out there, stop doing polls on Twitter. You're <laughs> wow. only you're only polling <laughs> like I, the, the t- JoJo also hates polls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't no. I don't hate Girthy polls. Girthy polls oh. are good. Oh no. Mm-mm. Earth. You mean your, uh, your physical trainer? Fuck, dude, that was weird and creepy. What? I
0: don't have a trainer, remember? I told you, I fired him. You up. used to. I fired him. Unfortunately, I fired him because, well, for reasons. Because of the pump. <sighs> On that note, guys, I I hope you learned a little bit about health and streaming in this podcast. I don't I don't know where this I don't this can't I think this got off the rails more than any other podcast, but that's okay. I had a lot of fun. So. Hey,
1: everything was sort of about food and eating. So like even though it wasn't related to actual You're right. streaming, it was still like, you know, talking about lobsters. <laughs> Hating on the bottom feeders.
0: Hating on the bottom feeders. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for chatting, right. Stad.
1: I'll I'll check catch you next week. All right, man. Have a good one.